from Leader in Me Studios, I'm Molly Garcia. This is The Empowering Teacher. And just like that, the end of the year is here. It comes and it goes in the blink of an eye. And if we're not careful, we can miss out on an amazing opportunity to honor the pause and really reflect on all that accompanied a year of learning. Today, Robin Becker, coach and consultant from Texas, is going to share with us some practical ways that we can lean into reflection to move us forward as we plan for the upcoming year. Robin, welcome to the Empowering Teacher Podcast. Oh, Molly, it is incredible to have this space with you. We are so excited to chat with you today just around the topic of reflection. So we're just going to cut to the chase. Why reflect? Reflection is such a powerful tool or activity or space that we learn so much in that space if we slow down and actually take the time to reflect. It's such a simple and compelling why, what we learn from that time, that intentional time. What do you think keeps our teachers, our educators from engaging in reflection? I think a a common response we would get is time. You know, so many things coming at people. When I think about just the intentional time that I do have with teams, when we sit down and hold that space for them, they see how powerful the tool is, but yet that time again gets skipped or possibly accelerated. We just, this is the only amount of time we have for this piece. When if we would just slow down and take that time for reflection, we learn so much about where we need to go or where we don't need to go and the celebrations. And there's just so much in that space, but I I really feel like time. I also think about our coaching and implementation cycle. And where do we always start? Reflection. And it's incredible how many times you hear from people on the teams or the grade levels or whatever it may be. They're like, wow, I wish we would spend more time in this space because we tend to skip over it. I love that. And let's bring it to that practical level. What are some tools that we can use to help us engage in those reflective conversations? I noticed you brought up the learning implementation cycle. My mind went straight to tools. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So, you know, plus deltas, you know, there a lot of teams will, will utilize that. I really think taking the time to utilize the MRA effectively is a huge tool that we can use if we will slow down and utilize that space again to reflect on where are we absolutely accelerating and doing wonderful things and look at the feedback we got and brainstorm through that. And then where are the gaps that we want to continue to grow and fill in? So many times, yes, you know, with the learning and implementation cycle, utilizing pieces off of the MRA with all of our stakeholders And then to, you know, some people will just do a plus delta possibly around an event or a project or whatever it may be. Keeping it simple. I think sometimes we can make reflection a little complicated, but if we put a simple tool in there like plus delta, not only is it powerful with the MRA and with adults, but I'm also hearing like the magic of using a plus delta with students in reflection. Yes. So students, I mean, they will give you just incredible feedback if we would just sit and again, hold space for it. I just think about having a morning meeting with kids and 
pulling out one of the questions of the MRA or reflecting on an event that just happened. And again, getting their their head and their heart around it and how we want to celebrate the great things that we've done or accomplished or the things that are happening and then how we can grow the best things come from and the best innovations come from that type of conversation and opportunity. You know, in addition to plus deltas, I was, as you were starting to talk about quality tools, I was thinking about drivers and restrainers. There's just so many great things. And I think modeling that for our students so that our students will take the time to, again, do that in their own space, whether it's around a project that they're working on in class. I love that. The quality tools can Mm -hmm. all be found on (laughs) leaderme.com. They're ready to use. I love that you bring that up, Robin. Talk to us a little bit about reflective practices at the student level in the classroom. In the classroom, there are so many spaces that we have routines, if you will, where we could absolutely have that time for reflection. I think about morning meetings and just, you know, kicking off our day, having a common focus. As I've mentioned, you know, it could be around a question off of MRA. Maybe it's something with leadership, could be recent events. And as we talked about, you know, utilizing some quality tools in that space. And actually speaking of quality tools with like, for instance, the Plus Delta, I've seen and witnessed and been a part of at our campus previously, each classroom doing at the end of the day, a plus Delta. It was really powerful because it could be student led. It wound up being a leadership role opportunity where the students would lead a plus Delta at the end of the day or at the end of the week and just talk about, you know, as a class, what are the things that we absolutely are so proud of? You did a great job. They were incredible experiences learning opportunities, whatever it may be. And then of course, Delta, you know, sign for change. Um, what were the things that they wanted to get better at? And then some of the most incredible classrooms that took that would actually start looking at the Deltas and say, hey, what do we want to rally around? You know, what do we want to say, hey, as a class, we want to get better at blank or how could we improve? And maybe they're looking at the, as I've heard Muriel say, the probabilities <laughs> that are out there before. And I always loved that. Yeah. Um, you know, what are the things that we, and we want to move it over to a plus. And what's it going to take for us to do that? And again, they just have some of the best and most honest conversations. And what an incredible tool to take into life to be able to sit down and reflect on anything. Oh, I love that, Robin. It's doable. We made it a simple system and students are 100% taking ownership of where they want to go to next. Love it. Thank you. So let me ask you this. So we've got our compelling why. We know kind of the barriers that could get and the the biggest one seems to be time. But if we're intentional with the reflective practices, we can learn a lot. When do you think is the best time to reflect? I would say anytime throughout the year. And here we are in our school year. I just actually acquired some knowledge that, you know, just doing an audit, right? Uh, could it be monthly? Could it be after projects? Could it be at the end of a school year? You know, much like we do with the MRA again to help us and propel us forward for the upcoming year. I think it, it's just continuous. If we put it in and it becomes a practice that we do on multiple, you know, levels, not just 
at the very end of a school year? Could it be at the end of a semester? Could it be at the end of a month? As I mentioned, you know, celebrations and events and activities and, you know, things that maybe we've been doing for a while. It doesn't have to be something brand new either. Maybe we should take some time. I didn't share this quote earlier, but it's one that resonates with me when we talk about reflection. And that's the quote by John Dewey that, you know, we don't learn from experience itself. We learn from reflecting on experience. So good. And I think that hits so many part of, of obviously reflection pieces and instructional practices that it isn't the experience alone. It's about embracing the pause and reflecting on what we've learned along the way, what we did really well and what we can do better. That is such a great quote, Robin. I'm so glad you brought this into our conversation. That will definitely be something that will be ringing in mind in our listeners' ears for a while. We don't learn on experience alone. We learn by reflecting on experience. So good. So what are some effective end of the year practices or structures that you've seen in our Leader Me schools? The Lighthouse team or action teams, because as action teams, you know, encompass the entire staff, taking the time to reflect on, you know, their accomplishments for the year. What feedback did they receive from the MRA? What are they excited about taking that feedback and what is that feedback then going to do for their next action plans or the upcoming year activities ahead? I also wonder another system and structure is taking the feedback from our parents, not just our, you know, staff and students that I've mentioned, but from our parents. And for instance, let's say our family and community engagement has gone up. I'd love to know what's making the high score high. So having those chats with our key stakeholders, coffee chats, whatever it may be to check in so that we don't let go of the things that are absolutely propelling us forward. And then of course, seeking those areas of improvement. Robin, what advice would you have for our teachers who are new to embedding reflection practices in their classrooms? Don't be afraid of the feedback. I've heard that before too. You know, feedback is the breakfast of champions. As I mentioned earlier, we just get so much if we just sit still with it and take in all the reflection to help us grow. I love that. Don't be afraid of the feedback. Robin, thank you for shining the light on the power of reflection. And of course, a big thank you to our listeners. Keep shining. You've got this. 